Hello everybody and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the Saturday Night Stream. Hope everyone is having a wonderful weekend so far. Obviously the world is on fire, uh, really in a lot of places right now. And so we're going to try our very best to avoid... Those conversations, obviously, I know it's important to a lot of people. A lot of you probably are watching the news and are following all of this stuff. But for the sake of Tina, one of my Valkyries, who's an amazing person, uh, we're going to try and stay away from those crazy, crazy topics. Again, we know the world is going nuts right now, especially here in our own country. But we're going to try and focus on some other things, hopefully some entertaining things, hopefully things that will make people smile and happy and maybe get to distract you for just just a little bit tonight. So obviously, if people uh, super chat or donate via Streamlabs or something like that with a question dealing with the things of right now, what's going on, uh, the political world, the uh, you know the riots, etc., Again, obviously, I will address it if that is the case, but if it's in the general chats, I'm going to try to avoid those comments. So, again, uh, please, if we can stay on topic tonight, that would be fan-freaking-tastic, because tonight we've got a lot to talk about. We've got HBO Max. I have it. I've been going through it a little bit. I've even watched a couple of things already, so I'm actually going to show you the interface. I'm going to go through the interface, go through a couple of the sections that I'm actually most fond of that I can't really, I can't wait to dive into. So I'll show you guys. I'll go ahead and show you guys that uh, tonight, and of course, talking about the movie Tenet, which is still set to come out July seventeenth, because we now have new reports that many theaters across the world, not just here in the United States, are indeed looking to try and reopen very, very soon in the month of June, potentially even in the month of July. So yeah, it's just really awesome to see that happening because Lord knows, yeah, HBO Max is cool, uh, streaming services are great, my Plex service fantastic, but Nothing can quite match seeing a movie in an actual theater on the giant screen with the major sound until I can somehow ever build, if I ever can in my life, a home theater system that is legit with projectors and and my own sound, which again is very, very far down the road. Until then, movie theaters are still my favorite place to go. Not to mention going to see a comedy or a major action flick with other people that are respectful, not on their phones, but are still reacting, right? Laughing with each other. There's just something about that. And especially during this time when a lot of us has been, have been in quarantine and we haven't been able to have those type of social interactions, those are the kind of things that I'm actually starting to miss. I can remember there was one year on New Year's where I just didn't want to do anything. I was like, I'm not, I don't feel like going to these parties. I've never been much of a drinker anyway. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the movies. And I remember I actually got to see... Uh, it was right around the time it, it actually opened. It was the first time I got to see it. I went to go see the producers. Uh, so it was the movie musical adaptation of, of course, the original film by Mel Brooks, and then eventually it was adapted into a play, to a musical. And so I got to see that with, you know, with a great cast. And I remember there was about five of us in there. This is on New Year's, uh, right at the time, actually, when we were going into the new, new year. That's how much I love movies. You can have various opinions on the movie choice of the producers, but that's how much I enjoyed. It was a place I could go where I didn't have to just be sitting at home watching television, just, you know, kind of like out of it. It was a great place for me to go. And so I'm personally very excited for July to be the year, um, rather to be the month that many theaters are reopening. If they open even sooner than that, that would make me even more happy. I know that not everyone is in the same position. Not everyone has the same comfort level of going to see a movie right now. And I respect every single person's position on that. But I just really want to go. So anyway, before we jump into HBO Max, though, let's jump into the chat. But before we do, we actually had a super chat four minutes ago from Dean Approved. Thank you very much, Dean. He donated a $20 super chat. Thank you so much. He says, love your channel. Kevin Sorbo, Scott Bakula, in a pre-Phantom Menace show as Master, discussing their, discussing their Padawan's thoughts. Um, hopefully I can at least get away with this once. This channel is Dean Approved. I'm really glad that you put that in there. That's fantastic. Uh, but anyway, so he's asking here about actor Kevin Sorbo. I don't know Scott Bakula very much. I don't know what he's been in. In fact, let me go ahead and I've been making this a trend where if there's something I don't know, I've been looking it up. So let's see, Scott Bakula. And also, it just makes me happy because eventually people are like, oh my gosh, how do you don't know? It's, he's in this and this and this. And I'm like, guys, I'm already looking up right now. So, so there's no need to put any of that information in there. <laughs> uh, Quantum Leap, I've actually, I never saw that before as a late 80s into the 90s series, it looks like. 
uh, NCIS, I, he's in NCIS New Orleans. I've never been into NCIS. Uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Okay, so it looks like he's been in a lot of things that I just don't really have that much knowledge of or that much interest in. Um, so I don't know about him. I do like Kevin Sorbo, though. Uh, not that he's an amazing actor, but I do like him as a person. And he says that he's recommending or suggesting a pre-Phantom Menace show um, as Master discussing their Padawans. Again, I think that there's a lot of room for great stories to be st- to be told in Star Wars right now. The sad thing is that Disney are the ones that currently have the rights to it, and they're doing a terrible job, right? We can look to the sequel trilogy, just a giant train wreck. They obviously had no idea what they were doing with any of the content they had. Again, you had the head of Lucasfilm herself, Kathleen Kennedy, saying, what source material? We didn't have any source material. And it's like, really, Kathleen? Then you have Ryan Johnson saying, wait, this movie's supposed to be a part of a trilogy? I'm going to make my own film. Oh, because that's how it works. Yeah, make your own film in the middle of a trilogy and don't care about what came before or what comes after. Great job, Ryan. So these people have no idea. And so I look at all of the things going on and I'm like, wait a minute. Do I really want, even though that, that sounds good on paper, Dean, not with the current administration running Lucasfilm. Uh, Jens Jurgensen, thank you very much for subscribing to the channel. We got Mr. Peabody in the YouTube chat. Fire Knight 013, Josue Fagia. Uh, Dean Approved, of course, was there. Tina B is in here telling everyone, if you indeed you have a comment or a question and you don't feel like super chatting, that's fine. Just put Odin Question, all one word, Odin Question, no spaces. It'll highlight orange on my screen if you're on YouTube. And then it'll let me know you're trying to get my attention. For those that are new, sometimes I fall 15, 20, sometimes even 30 minutes behind in the live chats because I'm one of the few channels, not only in The Phantom Menace, but also on YouTube that reads the comments in the actual discussions. I don't make people super chat. Some people would say, hey, maybe you should, but you know what? I I like talking to people. I I like being able to talk to people that give me something even more precious than their own money, which is their time. And I've said that a lot of times on the channel, and I really do mean it. Right, people's time is something that's such a precious commodity, and so why would I ignore the people that have been here? And one of the cool things about the channel is that we've got these bots that keep track of the hours that you watch on YouTube. And so to see people that have been watching for over a hundred hours, it's like, how can I be like, oh yeah, you have to pay me to have your comment read? I just that's just not me, right? That's just not me. And again, I've always said before, you know, there there may be a time in the future, maybe I don't see it myself, but other people have where we have like a thousand people in the chat. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But let's say it did. I would still do the very best that I could to read the chat and not have to just do, you know, super chats, etc. But anyway, I uh, just want to get that out there. But if you have a comment, Odin question, that's all I ask. That's all I ask. Odin question. It's a free way to get my attention. Not that I'm that important, but some people like me. Uh, Mike Jackson's in the chat. What's going on, Mike Jackson? Uh, Gmonkey76 in the chat. Stephanie B in the chat as well. What's going on, Stephanie B? And remember, guys, Tina, because of Tina and because of just life in general, we're going to keep things positive and happy in the chat. Again, the world's going crazy, but here in Asgard, we're having fun. Uh, Tina says, we're on opposite of EFAP. Of course we are. Uh, but they've been analyzing Chris Suckman's 30-minute review of Attack of the Clones for the last two hours. Damn, son. I mean, I, I've mentioned this before. I'm, I like Chris Suckman. He's, he's one of my inspirations. Uh, he's one of my go-to still when he comes out with a review for a movie. Does he... Always have good takes? No. Uh, He's had some pretty bad takes. I would say, if if I had to rank my favorite movie review YouTubers, again, my top three have always been, in no particular order, Jeremy Johns, uh, John Flickinger of the Flickpick channel, and Chris Stuckman. Like, those are always been just my top three guys that I've always gone to. Jeremy Johns, I think, is the one I agree with the most. Uh, Then John Flickinger, and then, uh, you know, Chris Stuckman. But the thing about Stuckman is, and the thing I love most about his channel, is that he's much more analytical on his reviews. And so when he does have a really good take on a movie, I just learn things that I never knew beforehand. And also his analyze reviews, where he goes in and explains these more obscure films, really, I think, helps a lot. He did one breakdown of a film called Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal. It's by one of my favorite directors, uh, Denis Villeneuve. You always hear about him on this channel. Denis Villeneuve is fantastic. His most obscure film to date, though, is a film called Enemy, which after the first time watching it, I was like, what in the hell am I watching? I then watched the review that Stugman did, the analyze review, where he goes into all the just minute details of the film and the, and the storytelling. And then I'm like, wait a minute, now this makes so much more sense. And so then I watched it again with this new kind of knowledge and understanding and appreciation. 
And it was fantastic, right? So I'm sure EFAP is is not giving him any <laughs> leeway at all. It's kind of their thing. They focus on objectivity. And again, that's why I always respect the work of Mahler and the EFAP crew. But I just wanted to get that out there because I, I am still a fan of Stuckman. Uh, Laura Story, what's going on? Glad to see you in the chat as poor little Willow. Are you okay? That was a that was a very sad little cry there. <laughs> She's like on the ground and her paws like this. She's like, it's itchy. Uh, but Laura, welcome to the chat. Muhammad Ali Khan, what is going on? Muhammad Ali. Glowing the Hobbit, Robert Frey is in the chat as well. Tina Bojan, what's going on, Tina Bojan? We got Bioman in the chat. Celluloid Shots, great name, Celluloid Shots. Venom Broly93 is in the chat. Alex McCarthy, who's a member on the channel, says, Howdy, Odin, how's it going? It's going fine, man. Going as fine as it can be. Uh, Hyperdex13, hello, my brother. Doing good. How's HBO Max? I've I've been enjoying it so far. I have not dove too much into it because to me it has more movies than television shows. And right now I'm on a TV kick because I am obsessed with Better Call Saul. I am finally in season five of Better Call Saul. And I, I was going crazy because I just got to it today and I'm, I'm looking all over the place. You know, I'm looking, is it on Amazon yet? They haven't released it on Netflix. They're not, apparently it's not getting on Netflix in the States until next year. And I'm like, well... I'm not waiting that long to watch season five when it's already aired. And so then what I decided to do is I'm like, let me try and look around a little bit, see if it's available in any of these other services. And sure enough, using my ExpressVPN, again, VPNs are always a wonderful thing, and changing it to say that I'm in the UK allowed me to access the UK's Netflix, where currently it is live, the entire fifth season. So now I've been watching uh, season five, I'm about four episodes or so into it, and Gosh, I love this show so much. So haven't do- I haven't dove too much or too deeply into HBO Max as far as me watching the content. I've done a lot of research into what content's available, uh, but I like HBO Max's offering. The biggest criticism I have of HBO Max so far is that they decided to release their service before making contracts with Amazon or Roku, and so you can't have the app yet on Roku or Amazon devices, which are a large market share. In fact, Roku, I want to say, is like, 50% or like a large portion of streaming devices are, are Roku's. And the fact that they didn't have that, that's a large market share that they're not getting to. Because even if people want to sign up for it, if they're not going to have access to it on their Roku devices and that's their primary way of streaming, why in the hell would they buy it? And I totally understand anyone that's in that position. So I'm hoping that they're able to get their act together. Uh, Matt Hicks, what's going on, man? He says, if you could only pick two streaming services, which two would you pick and why? At this point in time, off the top of my head, I'd probably go with Amazon Prime, and I would probably go with HBO Max. And the reason why is because those two, I think, have the most content available. Netflix is great, but Netflix is now losing so much content uh, to HBO Max when those contracts go up. Um, Same thing with Netflix. Again, Netflix is, or rather, sorry, Netflix is losing a lot, not only to HBO Max, but also to Disney Plus as well. And I think that as far as value for what you get, HBO Max and Amazon Prime, because with Amazon Prime, if you have an Amazon Prime membership, you also get all of those those extra benefits too. And Amazon has a very wide library of not only original content that's great, but also third-party stuff too. Tina B says, seeing the SpaceX launch, the first flight off U.S. soil heading to space was amazing. I was shouting my head off. I was so happy. Yeah, I got to see... A little bit later in the launch, it was when they were uh, they were already kind of in orbit, and they were doing that that, that major. I forget maybe the second detachment is what it was called, and it was when basically they were starting the process of going towards the International Space Station. It was really badass, man, and, and to see it have NASA slash SpaceX, it's like government and private you know company working together. That's just really cool to see. It's really cool to see just the innovation of private companies and and you know private businesses. You know, makes me love capitalism if I could say that. <laughs> Glowing the Hobbit says I saw 275 out of the 1,600 films on HBO Max, and again that should just give you an idea. 1,600 movies on HBO Max at launch. That's a pretty good at launch number. And Glowing the Hobbit scene at 275. I have not done the math on it yet. Is there like a little app or a, a quiz that you take to mark which ones you've seen? Because I have not done that myself. I imagine I've seen a fair amount of the films on HBO Max already, though, um, before I even got the service. Rob D says, hey, Odin, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Just watched it. Thought it was better than the first. Um, I would say nay nay to that, Rob D, but I'm glad that you, you enjoy that uh, the second one more. Second one's good. 
I think both Guardians are solid films. The first one, to me, is just much better, not just because I think the story works better and it's more cohesive, but also the soundtrack in the first film is leaps and bounds better than the soundtrack in the second one, and that comes down to personal preference, right? Everyone's going to like different types of music, different genres, different artists. I, I like the first one better than the second one, even just on those two areas. Nathan Slay says, Hello, Odin. I really hope theaters open up again soon so that Tenet will be released. I want to see it so bad. Nathan Slay, I'm right there with you, man. I, I want to go see Tenet on the biggest screen possible. I want to go see that damn film in IMAX. And if I have to, I, I mentioned this in my video today, if I have to drive to another state to go see that movie opening night, I will do that. <laughs> uh, LeVon Media says, did you, did you think HBO Max would be on Roku either this June or later? I, I thought it was going to be available at launch. I thought maybe they'll get those contracts figured out. They have not. So once again, if you're just joining us, thank you for being here. Please make sure you smash that like button. It means a lot. we got 61 people watching. Um, so yeah, I, I honestly thought that they were going to have those contracts. But right now, you can't watch HBO Max on Roku. You can't watch it on Amazon devices either. What I'm hoping is that in within the next month, Right within the, you know from now until the end of June, I'm hoping they are able to work something out. I, and I imagine that they will, because both Roku, Amazon, and HBO are going to look at those numbers and say there's money to be had here, and it would be stupid for us to not try and work something out. I imagine Amazon and I imagine Amazon and also Roku might be asking for more than what HBO had expected. Uh, I would say that you're probably looking, or HBO's mindset likely is, well, here's what you charged us to host HBO Now and HBO Go, and I imagine that Roku and Amazon are both wanting a lot more uh, for HBO uh, for HBO Max, which makes a lot of sense because Roku has a lot of, obviously a lot of cost in being able to you know, push these apps out to all these devices, support them, etc. And since this is the primary way that people are going to be experiencing the service, you know, Roku is going to want a bit of that cut. And, and obviously now, especially with the streaming wars, Roku and Amazon, you know, Amazon's a little different because they're actively a part of the streaming wars with their Amazon Prime Video. Roku to some lesser extent because they also have a Roku channel. Um, it, it's definitely something, uh, I would say. It's definitely something to look into, and I think that it's going to be, sorry, i got to take care of a uh, Turkish troll once again. I just, man, the Turkish people over on DLive, man, it's really sad, because it, it makes Turkey sound so terrible, but it's not. You know, it's just all the trolls happen to be Turkish for some damn reason. I don't understand it. Uh, but anyway, uh, Levon Media, hopefully that answers the question. Uh, Tina B, thanks for letting them know how to contact me. Mike Jackson says, how nice will it be to actually have box office numbers? Mike, dude... Mike Jackson, I cannot freaking wait to have box office numbers again. It's been killing me not to be able to crunch them. In fact, on the last couple of Friday Night Tights, I've been able to mention some box office numbers, and it's felt so good. I got my spreadsheets back up again, and I was like, oh, I just want to talk about these again. I just want to be able to break things down. Um, it, it's just driving me crazy. So I cannot wait, dude. Um, so I'm hoping that the latest is July before we can finally start breaking those things down. Also, Andy from the UK, from the UK, from the UK, Andy. Thank you very much, dude, for the $2 super chat. Says, what's up, dude? Sending best wishes. Keep safe. Andy from the UK, from the UK, from the UK, Andy. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. I hope you're doing well. Uh, I still... Missed the times of Star Wars Celebration last year, though. That was so much fun. Hope that you can come back soon. Uh, Christina Nardon, what's going on, Christina? Member on the channel says, hey there, Odin and chat. Hope everyone's staying safe from the craziness going on in the world. Yes, indeed. I hope everyone is safe. Orange Chat Review says, my theater is still cleaning and refurbishing. Hopefully they will open soon. Also found out my brother and his girlfriend are having another baby due in December. Well, congratulations, the congratulations, Orn Hat Reviews family. That is awesome. Yeah, and that's not too far off from Baby Thor. Baby Thor is due in October. So congratulations, good sir. Hope everything is, is going fine. I'll keep them in my thoughts and in my prayers, dude. Um, and yeah, uh, I'm really hoping. I'm really hoping that AMC especially, because that's the main theater chain near me right now, um, gets their act together and starts giving some dates. That would be really nice. Cinemark is at least giving July 1st. Be nice to hear that from other theater companies. Rob D says, I really hope HBO Max goes all out with their Cartoon Network section. Cartoon Network is notoriously unreliable with DVD releases of their shows. Rob D is a fair point. And right now, they've got a decent selection 
Nothing amazing, but we'll, that's one of the sections that we'll go into when I when I go ahead and show everybody. Soul Assassin's in the chat as well. All right, the chat has jumped on me, like it always does. So let me go ahead and find my spot in the chat. Hopefully, um, no comments were skipped, but unfortunately, because YouTube sucks, I cannot guarantee that. Um, so let's see. Unfortunately, yeah, so it's 7.06 in the chat. It's 7.20 where I am, so I'm 15 minutes behind already. Uh, but let me go ahead and catch up with my D-Live fam. What is going on, D-Live fam? All right, let's see. We got Captain K-Man. We've got Mr. Peabody. We got Captain Phonemo in the chat. What's going on? Captain Dean Heiss is celebrating a eight-month sub streak. Thank you very much for Captain Dean Heiss. Thank you very much, good sir, for being a sub for eight months. I appreciate that. Outback Zach, thank you for the ice cream donation. I appreciate that. He also says, theaters with social distancing, it's my dream come true. I know, right? Having people forced to not sit right next to you, that is the dream. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Peabody says, his theaters open up in a week. Congratulations, Peabody. Wish I was there right now. Camden High says, yes, I approve of this channel. And then he says, Scott Bakula, good actor that led the last decent Star Wars show. Star Wars? Do, do you mean Star Trek? Star Trek, right? Uh, Camden High says, I can access HBO Max on my Android box. I haven't signed up yet, though. Yeah, it's available on Android and Apple devices, not on Roku or on Amazon devices. Uh, Captain, uh, Captain Phonemo says, does that mean I can't watch HBO Max on my smart TV since it uses Amazon first? So what I'm, does that mean it's an Amazon Fire TV? If that's the case, then that means that the app's going to come from the Amazon App Store. And so, yes, at this point, HBO Max is not available unless that has changed since I've gone live. And that can, can always happen. And then Captain Heist does indeed confirm that he was talking about Trek. That's what I thought. Just making sure. All right, so before jumping back over to YouTube, let's go ahead and dive into uh, a little bit of HBO Max. Let's let's see what it's all about here. Uh, so let me pull up my news report tab. Boom, there we go. And let me just make sure that I'm still coming through. I am. Fantastic. So um, one of the first sections that I want to talk about is the Turner Classic Movies section or the TCM section because I love classic movies. And there's a lot of classic movies that I have just never seen before. And so I figured what I'll do is just go through some of these lists and just go through the things that they have featured. So obviously on this screen, 2001 Space Odyssey, freaking fantastic film. First time I saw that film was actually in the theaters on IMAX uh, a couple years ago, and it was amazing. I've uh, never seen The 39 Steps, never seen The 400 Blows, never seen 42nd Street. So let me go ahead and add that to the list, add that to the list, add that to the list. Fantastic. So you can go ahead and just add to the list and watch it back later on. There's something called 47 Ronin Part 1, Part 2. No idea that there was a 47 Ronin apart from the one featuring Keanu Reeves, so that's pretty interesting. Um, Eight and a Half. This is a film that I actually did see. Uh, This is a Criterion Collection film, and I was not a fan. I I just was bored to tears with it, couldn't get into it. One film, though, I can add to the list is The Abyss. I've never seen that one before. And this is for Tina, The Adventures of Robin Hood right here. with this Errol Errol Flynn, is that the right name? Let me go ahead and add that to my list as well. Um, so, yeah, you got the Aliens films, or at least the two that matter. <laughs> um, let's see, Apocalypse Now, I've seen before. The original author, I've never seen that one. So let me go ahead and add that to the list right now. Um, man, yeah, so you got Babe. I love how Babe is a part of this collection, too. You got some that are, like, obvious classics and others that aren't. It's just amazing to me. So you got Ben here, Ben Hur on the list. Big Top Pee-wee, for all my Pee-wee fans out there. Um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Blood Diamonds on the list. I don't know why Blood Diamonds there. Um, Bonnie and Clyde. Wasn't a fan of it. Again, just something about it was just so cheesy. I, I just couldn't get into it. Um, let us see. So again, there's. I'm sure there's some on here that some of you are like, "Oh my gosh, this is so good. Why didn't he talk about it?" Either I haven't seen it, or I just. Don't feel enough to talk about Casablanca. Again, one of the greatest films of all time. Uh, no question about it. Citizen Kane, most people argue, is the best film. I don't think it's the best film. It's Again, is it a revolutionary film that did a lot for movies? Absolutely. Uh, overall, though, you know, eh, it's uh, it's fine. It's a good film. Don't get me wrong. It's a good film. Uh, Alex McCarthy, there's Commando. They consider Commando to be a... <laughs> this is, again, this is a curated list from Turner Classic Movies, and so Commando is on that list. So it looks like you might be right about something, Alex, with some of your movie choices. <laughs> Uh, the first Die Hard film, uh, one of the few that actually matter. Uh, the Deadpool, 
with Clint Eastwood with a magnum. Do you? Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> uh, Eraserhead. Y'all know I, I can't stand Eraserhead. It's just not very good. Uh, Orson Welles, right? I believe that's an Orson Welles film. Uh, for fake. I've never seen that before. Fight Club, The Fighter. Uh, let's see. Friday Night Lights, The Front Page, Gangs of New York, which is a fantastic film. Uh, Girl Crazy. Give me shelter. Glengarry Glenn Ross. A pretty good adaptation of the play. This is something that's really cool. Look at all of these Godzilla films. Like, that's freaking amazing. There's like, what? What four, five, six, seven different Godzilla films? That that is just amazing. I remember watching those when I was a kid, not understanding a word because I could tell that something was not quite right because it was the dubbed version. But I just couldn't figure it out at that young age. Let's see, you got Gold Diggers of thirty-five, of thirty-three. Never seen these before. Uh, ooh, you got some of these films, silent film era stuff. Gone with the Wind, fantastic movie. Uh, Grey Gardens, heard stuff about that. A Hard Day's Night, The Hitcher, the original, The Hobbit cartoon, freaking amazing version of The Hobbit, much better than the live-action Hobbit films, I would argue. Oh, some of these, so Akiru, isn't this one of the, uh, oh, uh, Seven Samurai, uh, Akira, uh, Kurosawa, isn't that one of the Kurosawa films, I think? Not sure. Ivan the Terrible Part 1 and Part 2, Jaws. King Kong, the original King Kong. I've actually never seen the original King Kong before. Clute was an interesting film I had to watch for a film class in college. But as you can see, just a crap ton of old school content. Some of it not so old school, right? You have some stuff on here you're like, man, Maltese Falcon. But then it's like Love Actually. I like Love Actually, but I just I don't put those. <laughs> I myself would not put those in the uh, the same category. So as I said, I'm sure that people in the chat, especially Tina, are going crazy right now saying, why didn't you talk about this? You have to add this movie. I've never seen My Left Foot um, Network. I've not seen that one, but I've heard great things about it. I've seen clips from it, of course. Are you out of your damn minds? Of Mice and Men. Uh, again, crap ton of content here. <laughs> so again, this is just for you guys, for anyone that's interested. Here's Reds. This is the movie that Tina talked about on the last Welcome, or sorry, the last Chosen of Valhalla podcast. I'm going to add that. Communist in Love, I believe, was the nickname given to that movie. So maybe that's something that I'll have to watch at some point. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Sabotage. I think Isn't this a Hitchcock film, I think? Perhaps, maybe. Scarlet Pimpernel. I've actually never seen Scarlet Pimpernel, any of the versions that were mentioned here. Uh, Singing in the Rain, of course, classic film that I have seen uh, before. Stagecoach. I want to say Tina has talked about Stagecoach before, I think. Uh, they've got three different versions of A Star is Born, which is fantastic. They also, I believe, have the most recent version as well. This is the one that I've been wanting to see because I think it's the oldest one that they currently have um, on theirs. Look, you have Terror of Mechagodzilla, another Godzilla film. So there's eight total different Godzilla movies on here. Um, let's see, Three Penny Opera looks like an option, The Tin Drum, uh, Treasure of Sierra Madre, never seen that one before, but I do have that one already, Unbreakable Vampire, I think, uh, this is one I think that Tina actually wanted at one point, didn't I get that one for you, or was thinking about getting it for you at some point, I think, man, this is taking me back, <laughs> this is taking me back, Xanadu, uh, Yojimbo, I believe that's a Kurosawa film, if I'm not mistaken, so yeah, crap ton of content on here and that is just the turner classic movies section so uh, before getting back to the chat i will go back into the so there's a cartoon network collection and then there's the adult swim collection uh so for car uh for cartoon network i would say it's relatively slim again a lot of ben 10 adventure time that stuff i was you know a little after my time but dexter's laboratory Gosh, that is just, that's my jam right there. Powerpuff Girls, also my jam. There's also, there's two different versions, apparently. A uh, regular show was after my time, but I have heard about it. Again, I went into that section because it was a little bit shorter. So again, not a whole lot there in the Cartoon Network section. Adult Swim, I think, has a little bit more. Uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, this is towards the latter time of uh, when I was still watching it. And uh, my name is Jake Chuga. Like, ah, oh, I love the theme song to that. Uh, and Meatwad is definitely the best character on there. This is a show, uh, Home Movies. I actually watched a couple episodes, and I forgot how weird and obscure it is. And I'm like, man, this is taking me back. Uh, Rick and Morty, I know there's a fan of people that are fans of the show. I'm personally not a huge fan of it myself. Uh, Robot Chicken's great. Samurai Jack, I, I watched it as a kid. I don't think I ever watched the entire series, though, so I've started episode one of that, um, and again, the animation for it is just freaking fantastic, and 
Something that's really close to my heart is they have Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which was just such a fun show. However, Cartoon Planet, which was a variation of this show where it featured a lot more of Brack and Zorak and Brack would be singing songs and everything. They don't have that one yet. So as you can see, the Cartoon Network selection is rather slim. So someone had mentioned earlier that they hope that they kind of expand upon it. I'm really hoping that they expand upon it as well for sure. So that's just a little bit of a taste of what's on HBO Max and we'll go into if there's other sections that you want me to go into, please let me know in the comment section and I will of course uh, be glad to do that. So Larry Larry donated a dollar fifty. Thank you, Larry Larry, for the dollar fifty donation via stream or rather uh, via super chat. And Justin Proper, or as I like to call him, Ginevra What's going on, Ginevra? Uh, Ginevra says here, uh, Odin, for old time's sake, go ahead and time me out. Well, I don't know where you are in the chat, but uh, Tina, go ahead and take care of that for me, please, if you could. Time out Justin Proper, because he deserves it. <laughs> All right, jumping back over into the YouTube chat, so I'm sure I'm a little bit further behind. Uh, Smooth Jam California says, hey, Odin, I don't have a question, just want to say that we've all been going through hard times lately, and your content helped us through Thank uh, Through this, thank you for all you do. You're a class act. Smooth Jam California. Thank you, dude. I really do appreciate that. I'm just hoping that I can lead to some kind of distraction from the craziness going on in the world, whether it's the quarantine or whether it's all the madness that's going on, right? Just to be able to get away from it for a little bit. Get away, get away. Give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away now. That's what I was looking for. Uh, Doesn't quite work now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway, Uh, Greta Zenner, what's going on, Greta? Greta, do you have HBO Max yet? Did you, did you like that Turner Classic Movies collection? I think it's pretty good. I think it is pretty chock full of interesting films. So she says, hey, Odin, everyone. Greta, I hope you're doing just fine. Um, let us see. Mirror Jeremy says, hi, Odin. You're, hope He says, hi, Odin. Hope you're doing well today. Cool, cool. I didn't see hope at first. And at first I just thought it said, you're doing well today. I'm like, how do you know I'm doing well? Can you read my brain? Can you read my brain? Alex McCarthy says, I'm close to 200 hours. Damn right, Alex. And he's a member on the channel, so thank you for that. MRRRL says, this may be blasphemous, but I think George Lucas is extremely overrated as a director. Most people don't realize that he did not direct Empire and Return of the Jedi, just episodes one through four. Uh, MR, dude, that is not a hot take, and that is not blasphemy. I think it's a fact. He's not a good director, And he's not a good writer of dialogue either. Um, I've said this constantly beforehand. I think the perfect world of Star Wars will be George Lucas as the president of Lucasfilm at the creative head, right? He's the one behind all of the ideas, where the story goes, like the big picture items. But then someone else writes the script. Someone else takes care of the dialogue. Someone else takes care of the direction. Because then you do get films like Empire, which, as you mentioned, were not directed by him. And I, I think that Empire, by far many consider to be one of the greatest films. And also, I don't think that that film was also entirely written by him either. I think he had help with that. So, yeah, man, I, I think that that's a good take. And I really do want, you know, I, my my hope would be that by the end of all of this, you know, when, when, when Disney hopefully finally wakes up to the fact that they have this, this very valuable IP that they're just, you know, pissing, you know, just, it's just so bad that they're able to come back and say, okay, let's go ahead and do this right. Do I think they're going to do that? No, I I can hope though. I can at least hope. Uh, Saito Neon says, you call HBO Max launch a success, yay or nay? Format seemed not much better than Duck Fizney, I hear. Well, you just saw the format, um, so again, is it the most intuitive thing in the world? I think that's a completely subjective point of view. I can find everything that I need to. As long as there's a search option, I'm, I'm usually fine. I do overall like the sections that are, that are being offered, so I, I like that. I would say it was a hit and miss because the launch itself did not have any major uh, downs. So, so basically, none of the servers went down. Um, not you know that happened with Disney Plus. So they were ready for that. Um, they've they had some pretty decent signups overall. I would say that it was not the biggest success it could have been because of the, the two big companies, Roku and Amazon, not having their own app at launch and right now still not having their own app. Larry Larry says, Odin, what's going on? Uh, Jay Roar says, I'm praying Star Trek goes back to a PG rating. I just want it to be good. I don't care if it's G, PG, or even PG-13. As long as it's good, well-written, and has good characters, that's all we want. That's all anyone wants from any franchise. 
Larry Larry says, EFAP dissects things beyond recognition. This is true. Sometimes it's for the best. I think that there are sometimes, right? I don't watch all of their stuff all the way through because that would just take me way too long. Sometimes they can go a little too far. But again, the, the whole point of it is to look at things from a completely objective point of view. And I think that there's absolutely a place for that, right? So if there's something where you don't want it ruined for you, don't watch EFAP, basically, <laughs> because they will make you start to look at things differently. Um, so if, if you have your own subjective view of saying, okay, I enjoy this, but I do acknowledge that it's not very, you know, well done, um, I would stay away from it. Just, just if you want to, if you want to save, um, your subjective point of view there. Um, Willow, what are you doing? She's literally been like licking herself the last <laughs> 10 minutes. It's like, you're going to hurt yourself, baby. Uh, Nathan Slayer says, is enemy a horror film? Is it about spiders? So spiders do play relevancy in it. It's not about spiders though. There's only really a couple of scenes that feature them and is it a horror film i would say it's more of a psychological thriller um with some with some scary there's one scene at the end that took for me terrified me uh larry larry says hulu has a package with hbo max boom there you go for anyone that likes those package deals hypernext 13 says i'm happy to hear that you're enjoying better call saul i'm praying that season six will be another fantastic finale i have faith in vince gilligan there's no reason for us to not have faith in him Right, he, he had a great series in Breaking Bad. If he wanted to, he could have had that show go on for 12 seasons, and it would have been great. But instead, he's like, no, 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 this show has a logical conclusion. I don't want to stretch it out. Let's bring it to that conclusion. And he's doing the same thing with Better Call Saul. He's like, hey, this has a beginning, middle, and end. Let's go ahead and bring it to its logical end, and season six will be just that, and I will be caught up by that time. And uh, man, cannot wait for it. Larry Larry says Roku is largest. Yeah, Roku, again, has a huge portion of the streaming service database for sure. Uh, Muhammad Ali Khan says Dune versus Tenet, which movie will win at the box office? Well, again, it depends. Do you mean which movie will make more you know, raw money? Like which will make the most like, box office, like $1.1 billion versus $1.2 billion? Do you mean which one's going to be the most profitable? Right? You got to look at cost there. Um, on paper, I would say Tenet is in a good position. However, Tenet is coming out right after theaters reopen, the major theaters at the very least, so audiences are probably not going to be nearly as large as they will be by the time Dune comes out in December. So I would say that Dune is in a better position to make more actual money, but I think Tenet could potentially be more profitable because Dune, I believe, costs significantly more than what Tenet did. Um, But I don't have the numbers in front of me because there's just no numbers to crunch at this point. Uh, Tina says HBO Max isn't on Roku. Well, I won't be able to get it then until they work things out. That's what I use. I had no idea. Well, if you have any type of uh, Google, like a Chromecast, or I know that you have your your Chromebook, you could watch on your Chromebook because you know it's Android apps are available for it. So you can watch it on Android devices. You can watch it on Apple devices, Apple TV, iPhone. You can watch it on, I have a Shield TV, which is an Android box, essentially. So that's what I've been watching a lot of stuff downstairs, but we can't watch it upstairs where the Roku is um, because of the fact that it's not supported yet. But I imagine that it will be. Um, someone in the chat asked how much is it. It's about $15 per month. There was a deal where you can get it for about $12 a month if you pay for a year in advance. Um, obviously, I think that may have passed, but there are bundles that you can get with other services. I think apparently someone said Hulu has one. Also, what I would look into is if you have AT&T, um, I think it's if you have a phone plan or uh, internet service through them, potentially, you can get it for free for about a year. So look into that because uh, they are offering some discounts and even some free services like what, what Verizon did with Disney+. Plus. Uh, AT&T is currently doing with HBO Max, which I think HBO Max is a much better deal with AT&T than with Verizon with Disney+. Plus. Uh, Zacharot315, what is going on? How is it going? Uh, Glowing the Hobbit says, My first movie I watched on HBO Max was Alita Battle Angel. I think you said that that was going to be your first film. Good job. The first movie I watched all the way through, um, <laughs> because for me it's like I don't really have that, oh, it needs to be, my first film needs to be something great. For me, I went nostalgia. So the first film I watched from beginning to end was actually a film called Clockstoppers uh, from, what, the early 2000s, I believe. It's a Nickelodeon movie. It's not very good. However, I always just love the concept of the movie because basically it, you go into something called hypertime, and it's not that you stop time. It's just that you start to move. All your molecules move very, very quickly. Um, and again, it's just 
good old fashioned, you know, corny early two thousands uh, <laughs> Nickelodeon live action films. Uh, and so that's the first movie I watched all the way through. Uh, Nathan Slay says, who is your favorite movie director? Um, currently, like m- making movies right now today, um, it's probably between uh, Vin- uh, Denis Villeneuve and Martin Scorsese. Just they're both just all time best. Um, if I had to go just, you know, longer than that. So like all time Scorsese's up there, um, even though he's been making terrible movies recently. Um, obviously Spielberg's up there as well. Uh, Hitchcock has made so many great films. Again, there's a lot of solid directors out there. Um, but I would say that those are probably my favorites. Uh, animation commentator. What's going on, dude? He says, howdy, Odin. If you haven't seen them yet, might I recommend primal and samurai Jack on HBO max? So H- now, samurai Jack's already on my list. I don't know about Primal, though. Mayor Jeremy says, Netflix original content is very hit or miss for me. Stranger Things and House of Cards are the only ones that work for me. And House of Cards went off the rails a bit. Uh, And that was even before everything happened with Kevin Spacey. So uh, Stranger Things right now is one of the few Netflix originals, you know, that, that, that actually starts... And originates from Netflix and not as not has not just been picked up by Netflix. Um, that I would say is 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 you know a solid choice. Uh, Larry Larry confirms HBO Max has a one year intro for eleven ninety nine a month, but again you have to commit to the year, and I think that means you have to pay up front for it too. Uh, Forever Sci Fi says I tried watching that Space Force show that just came out on Netflix, couldn't stand it for more than five minutes. I heard it's not very funny. Uh, someone on Twitter who I follow uh, tried watching it too and just was not a fan. Uh, Slicer says, Mandalorian galleries, episodes four and five up, detail, technical, and practical effects. You really enjoy it. Trigger warning, Kathleen Kennedy butts in once an episode. Really annoying. And that might be why I just go around and skip it altogether. Not my thing. <laughs> Venom Broly says, can you help me out? Get Odin to watch Sarah Connor Chronicles. I annoy him for months with this. Venom Broly 93. I've watched it. <laughs> Venom Rolling 93, I'm not sure where you've been, uh, but when I was watching and I was talking about it, um, yeah, I bought season one and two on Blu-ray. I want to say it's like the UK version of it, and it came in, got it for a decent price, uh, uploaded them all to my Plex server, and I watched both seasons. Solid show. Love it. Fantastic. In fact, I talk about that show when I do my TV breakdown numbers for Batwomen. So go ahead and look to the previous videos, and I would say even go to the stream where I talk about Batwomen's ratings, because I mention this as a point, because uh, Terminator still had, like, millions of people watching the show when they decided to cancel it, versus Batwomen, which has less than a million, on average, for the season. Uh, Dina Pru says, Disney Plus... Uh, cries in HBO Max. <laughs> Glow in the Hobbit says, to discover the films you've seen on HBO Max, go to Letterboxd and search HBO Max and the filter on list only. Somebody scraped the whole catalog. Nice, Glow in the Hobbit. I figured someone would. Um, I actually was able to do a screen capture of all the movies and television shows and put those on Twitter. Um, had to condense them down a little bit. Uh, Celluloid says, a local cinema and drive-in by me just reopened. Only one film they're showing came out this year. Damn, dude, yeah. But you know what? That might be the best thing because there are some great classic movies that they could be showing for not a lot of cost to them, and therefore they could share those savings on with the people going to see them. Uh, Nathan Slay says, I would also say nay-nay to Guardians of the Galaxy 2 being better than the first. I haven't watched, I haven't wanted to rewatch Guardians of the Galaxy 2 since I watched it the first time. Nathan Slay, that's a fair point. I'm also in the same boat. I've rewatched the first one multiple times. Uh, it's just a great movie. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, again, it's not a bad movie, but yeah, not one I want to go back to. Uh, Larry Larry says, Roku did not have YouTube at first either. Yeah, you're right. Uh, because And that, that actually was because there was a, a battle going on between those two companies, and eventually they, they, they finally came to town to deal. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member of the channel, says, When you watch that SpaceX launch and compare that interior to the controls in an Apollo capsule, it's like old Trek and new Trek in appearance. Amazing how far we've come. It is true. Um, and also, just the fact that the, you know the quality of cameras and where we're able to get those cameras and just to see everything, it's, just, it's amazing. Technology is a fantastic thing. I'm so glad we are where we are right now. Um, let's see. Soul Assassin says, any word on that Lord of the Rings show Amazon is making that could be a huge plus for them in the streaming wars? Last I heard, it got delayed because of Beer Bug and also because of some behind-the-scenes chaos. So it's looking more and more likely that that's not going to happen as, as my poor dog, River, is crying by the door because, you know, Freya has been upstairs 
walking around and and she's just like mom mom why you hate me that's 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 what goes on in in river's head and it's really sad to see i wish i had a puppy cam right now so that way i could show you all what was going on but if i move this camera it's gonna make some people sick uh from all the moving around uh mr rrl says do you think tenet will be a will set a box office record considering it's the first big blockbuster post-covid again i think that you could look at it at two ways one so many people are wanting to go back that they're going to show up for that movie. Ergo, it's going to make lots of money. On the flip side of that, you have to think about two things. So there's really two things against that and only one for it. The two things against it, one, theaters are reopening, but they're going to have limitations, right? 50% capacity potentially, even less than that, maybe. Um, there's going to be various things that you'll have to go through just to get into the theater. You're going to be asked to wear a mask in certain locations. Some people don't want to do that. Um, what are they going to do? Are they going to have someone in the theater to make sure everyone has their mask on at a given time? There's going to be uh, spacing, you know, forced spacing to happen in any single movie. That could cause a lot of chaos, right? And so because of that, you're going to have a lot of people, and this is the second point, that are going to be afraid to go back, not want to go back because of the chaos, or just simply have no need to go to the theater anymore and say, I've realized I can live at home without ever going to the theater, so I'm good. So there's two major factors working against it being a box office record setting. I think it'll do fine. I, I think it's going to make its money back because I do think there's going to be a lot of people that go to see it. I don't think it's going to set any records, though. Uh, maybe in the post-COVID era, but not for of all time. Uh, also, Larry Larry's $1.50, it was a phallic unicorn. So thank you very much for sending that my way, Larry Larry. Um, on uh, Streamlabs, it doesn't tell me what you send if it's a sticker, um, for unfortunately. But I'm glad I was able to uh, to give you that shout. Uh, Thanotos Felicitas says, have you looked more into TV ratings? Um, not recently, um, but it is something that I do plan to look more into. Uh, probably once summer hits, uh, more full stride summer will hit um, starting Monday. Because we just started, we just finished some uh, school stuff this week. Uh, Tina B, uh, thank you very much for letting me know how to contact me. Um, again, if you want a, if you have a question for me, and you want to get in touch with me in the YouTube chat, just put Odin question all one word. Otherwise, I'm just not going to see it. Uh, Rob D says, I can't wait for box office breakdowns again either. It's how I found your channel. Well, thank you, Rob D. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I, I miss them too. It's like a part of my identity, so <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do without them either. All right, so unfortunately, the chat has skipped. So again, very sorry if I did not get to your comment um, before 7.29 p.m. Uh, that's where I am in the YouTube chat. It's 7.48 where I am. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, I am I am a bit behind. But let me go ahead and catch up with my, my DLive fam really quick. Uh, let's see here. dun 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 all right, took care of that troll. Uh, and then Captain Phonema says, is the DC Universe streaming part of HBO Max? Yes, there is a DC section. I'll get into that in a few. And then Captain Dean High says, I have Fizney, hashtag Duck Fizney, uh, for free with Verizon. Haven't watched it much since The Mandalorian ended because there's really not a lot of stuff on there. Like, if you want to go classic and watch things like Boy Meets World, that's great. But there's really just not a lot of new original content. HBO Max not only has a lot of great, uh, you know, classic content, but it's got hours and hours and hours of it at launch, plus a lot of new stuff coming as well. So there's a lot more variety over on HBO, um, I would argue, personally. All right, into the YouTube chat. So once I ca get caught up with YouTube again, then I will check out um, HBO Max's other sections and show you all what that looks like. Uh, Larry, sa Larry, Larry says, no, now he's way behind in the chat. Sigh. Well, again, that's what happens. <laughs> and I can't fix it because YouTube sucks. If YouTube didn't have this issue where it skips chats and then skips the time, I, I would be much better off. But sadly, that is just the case of what happens here. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says, does the Looney Tunes section contain tiny tunes? Um, I'm not sure yet. I will be sure to look into that, though, as soon as I can once I'm caught up on... Uh, once I'm caught up on YouTube, glad to see Justin Proper was indeed put in time out. Take that. Uh, and he's putting a bunch of no. Uh, Odin must do it. Too bad. Too bad, Justin. Uh, <laughs> Larry Larry says, delete Justin. <laughs> Forever Sci-Fi then says, properly cancel proper. Absolutely. Uh, Greta Zanner says, I already have so many streaming services, though. But did you see that collection of old classic films? I'm sure you can cancel one of those services. 
Uh, Tina says, those movies were flying by and I was just jumping up and down. HBO Max needs to get that deal with Roku so I can get it. Boom. Tina is excited. I figured that that would be the section that Tina would be most excited about because, there's again, there's a lot of stuff on there. And uh, hopefully that Errol Flynn uh, shout got you excited as well. Uh, Larry Larry says, we know he's weak in directing, but look at American Graffiti. Um, American Graffiti, is that the same? Hold on. Let me go ahead and look that up because I don't know much about the film overall. Uh, let's see. American Graffiti um, was directed and co-written by George Lucas, starring Richard Dreyfus, Ron Howard, Paul Lamott, Harrison Ford, Charles Martin Smith. Yeah, I've never seen American Graffiti before. So, yeah. Um, is this dialogue any better? Maybe the fact that he co-wrote it, um, someone else maybe took care of dialogue? Again, as long as he has someone else writing the dialogue, I think George Lucas could be fine. Larry Larry. Uh, who says nay nay? I say nay nay. Rob D says no big server outage at launch is always a good thing. Yeah, seriously. You would think that the people building a service would be like, hmm, we need to make sure our service can handle the traffic. Uh, luckily, HBO was in a much better position, though, than Disney Plus was because HBO has had HBO Go, HBO Now for years. So they've been able to really build up their con- uh, their, their content. Jay Stowe says, oh, gee, Odin, what's the topic for today? Narf. By the way, I will. Oh, Jay, Odin, what's the topic for today? Narf. I get that reference. Uh, by the way, I will just take you up on that link to Foolish. Wait, by the way, I will just take you up on that link to Foolish Wives. Wait, what? Foolish Wives? What are you talking about? Uh, Laura's story says, yeah, nothing like the nothing like watching the EFAP guys destroy your favorite movie. <laughs> for your favorite movie frame by frame (laughs) yeah if they ever decide to do do that for 12 angry men which i don't think they ever would because i want to say Mahler has said that objectively that's one of the best movies ever made so i'm like thank god uh but like casablanca or it's a wonderful life if they ever went after those movies i would never watch i would never do it um 70b i'll answer the question uh she asked where is father christopher um Ever since churches have reopened, his Saturday nights are no longer available, so he might come in towards the end uh, when when he's done. But I believe he – basically in the Catholic Church, you know, we have – for anyone that doesn't know, uh, we have what's called uh, vigil masses. So it is actually the vigil of Pentecost. So happy Pentecost to everyone since I will not see you on stream tomorrow. Um, but so uh, that usually is around 5, 5.30 p.m., depending on where you are. Mass can sometimes go for about an hour or so. Um, obviously, he might have stuff to do before and after. So that's the reason why he usually is a little bit late. And I'm not sure exactly what time frame he's on. I think he's an hour or two behind me, uh, which would mean that he would still be going through that right now. Um, let us see. MRRRL says, I think Tenet will surprise you because looking at bars and restaurants that have reopened near me and they are packed... By July, outside of NYC in California, I think everyone is going to see it. Here's the problem, is that you've just admitted why it's not going to break records. Because if it's not playing in NYC or California, those are the two biggest markets for movies. So if it's not making LA money and it's not making NYC money, there's no way it can make. It's kind of like the popular votes of elections. If you don't have New York City and Los Angeles, San Francisco, like the major population centers of California and New York, guess what? You're not winning the popular vote. <laughs> uh, so, you know, by the same logic, you're not going to win any awards for box office returns if those if those are places are down. Not to mention, as I said before, yeah, you might have bars and stuff that are packed, but AMC, Regal, the two largest theater chains in the United States, they are not going to take risks allowing their theaters to be packed. Right, they're going to follow the regulations that are there because they don't want to be shut down. So, um, yeah, it's not going to be the same, dude. So, yeah, it's not going to break records. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Uh, Larry, Larry says streaming movies is for TV. Streaming movies is for TV. What? What are you talking about? Uh, Hypernex13 says so I finally had time to watch the World War II movie Hacksaw Ridge I loved it don't understand the hate it gets is it a perfect movie no but I guess I kept my expectations low well I would say if you're looking at critics reactions to it it's because they have a bias against um, Mel Gibson they hate Mel Gibson and it's sad because Mel Gibson is a very talented film director uh, and a very talented creator and actor like he, he hits all those boxes and I think that the way people have reacted to him still Years later, after all the stuff went down, and he's you know seemingly gotten help and seems to be sober, etc., I, I think is wrong. Um, I don't like Hacksaw Ridge, though, because I just didn't like it. 
I just was not a fan of the movie personally. Um, Larry Larry says Kubrick Hitchcock, both great choices. Mirror Jeremy says OMG Clock Stoppers. I totally forgot about that. I know, right? It's one of those films where if you understand it, you're like, yes, I want to watch that again. Uh, Mirror Jeremy says I fell asleep during Silence. It's a long movie, I know, um, and I fell asleep during it too the first time I watched it, and it was because I was tired and I was in a nice relaxing you know uh, seat in the theater that I could you know kick back and it was one of the reclining seats. Watched it again a few times at home, and I loved it, and just was fantastic. Uh, Larry Larry says, nay, nay, $11.99 per month, not in a lump sum. It would have to be, because if, if it says for the first year, um, they always have strings attached to it. So I'm, like, I'm not looking that up right now, but I'm just going to tell people, if you, fi- if you look it up yourself, and you're signing up for it, and it tells you only $11.99 a month, great, enjoy it. Um, but make sure it's not a lump sum or that they get you in some kind of contract. So I'm not going to tell people false information that I cannot verify myself. Uh, Nana Reaper says, my favorite director is Akira Kurosawa. Well, you know, Seven Samurai is one of the greatest films ever made. Bruce says, I'm late because I was trying to dock the dragon capsule to the ISS. We're still hours away from that. Get out of here, Bruce. Don't, don't lie. Uh, he says, it's a simulator. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. Super Anime Gamer says, Hey, what is up, my dude? Apologies for my tardiness. Dinner ran late and wanted to stop by at least for a little bit since I haven't been here Tuesdays. No problem at all, Super. Hope everything is going well at home. Venerable93 says, I am so happy you watched and even more that you liked it. Glad that you are happy, good sir. Uh, let's see. Mark Lazurth, what's going on, dude? Says, Are there lots of good classics in HBO Max? I just showed the entire section. Uh, so you can make that decision for yourself. I would say yes. Uh, I'm sure Tina would also agree. Nathan Slay says, In case you were wondering what predictions you made in your past box office breakdown videos, you said Aladdin wouldn't make over a billion. You also didn't think Joker would. Um, well, with Joker, that was definitely based on the information at the time, period. Uh, that was probably earlier on in my predictions because eventually got to a point where it became an inevitability. Uh, for Aladdin, I can remember saying that I didn't think it would make a billion dollars um, but then again, I think it was, it made, it just like barely, uh, made over it when you look at it. Uh, but thank you. Uh, Larry Larry says, cruises scare me. You have nowhere to go if things go south. Go in the water. Uh, Nathan Slay <laughs> says, you didn't think Joker would do that well. You said $300 million tops. Did I really? Please, uh, Nathan, if you're on uh, Twitter or whatever, share me that video um, because if, if we're talking before numbers came out, like like this was just early predictions before we had any data, it, that would make sense to me. Um, but if that's after like first, or, it was that was definitely not after the second weekend. I can say that much. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says those SpaceX suits were pretty styling as well. They look pretty pretty slick, if I might say so myself, and I do. All right, the chat jumped on me on YouTube. Uh, looks like no comments were skipped this time, which is fan-freaking-tastic. Um, alrighty, cool. Let me just make sure I'm not behind on the D-Live. Captain High says, I won't be going back to theaters if I have to wear a mask. No fun trying to watch a movie with your glasses constantly steaming up. That's a very good point. And yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people are going to have to start to kind of bear in mind with, right? I know that I personally would probably be okay with it because I wear contacts. Um, but yeah, um, I will wear a mask to watch Tenet. That's just me. Uh, not everyone's going to feel the same way. But that's how bad I want to see that movie. All right, let's go ahead and dive back into uh, HBO Max a little bit. I'll show a couple more sections of the uh, of the app itself. And uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and see. We've got here, uh, someone had asked about one of the sections. Let's go into the DC section. That's one that someone asked about. So they got a pretty uh, decent collection here. You got Aquaman, of course. Uh, this, of course, will make uh, Tina and Steph very, very happy. Uh, you got a lot of Batman movies. They don't have all of them yet. Um, but that's something that they will have, I think, by the end of the year, they'll have um, all of the Batman movies from, I want to say, the 1980s on. They still have, you know, they already have earlier ones. So they've got original Batman. They also got a lot of the animated stuff here. So Batman Beyond, Return of Joker, Batman, Gotham Knight, Batman Forever, uh, Batman Returns, the, one of the greatest films of all time, Batman and Robin. Uh, I've never seen these. Batman the Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and 2. Killing Joke, I think I have seen Killing Joke. Uh, of course, you've got BVS. Everyone's favorite. Uh, Batman versus Robin. I think I heard good things about that one. You got Batwoman, the entire first season. Everyone wants that one, right? 
Uh, you've got Beware the Batman. Ooh, Halle Berry's Catwoman. What a great movie. Uh, then you got DC Superhero Girls. Oh my gosh, yas. Doom Patrol Season 1. Uh, I liked it overall. Does it go woke at times? Yes. Um, but overall, I, I enjoyed it. Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, that atrocity. <laughs> you, of course, got Joker. Uh, one of my favorite films of last year. Jonah Hex. Oh, Jonah Hex. Justice League. Uh, in its current form, not very good, but hey, Snyder Cut will be released next year. Uh, Lego Batman movie, better than the original Lego movie, hands down. Uh, Lego Batman, the movie DC Superheroes Unite, never saw that before. Shazam, my favorite DCEU film by a mile. Uh, Steel with Shaq. Yeah, you got Steel with Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, you got the original Supergirl movie from a while back. Teen Titans. Teen Titans go to the movies. Teen Titans, the Judas Contract. Watchmen series. Yay. I don't know why they don't have Watchmen yet. Uh, Wonder Woman cartoon and Wonder Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot. So again, uh, fair selection of DC stuff, but I think that they could absolutely add more. I imagine by the end of the year, once a bunch of contracts that they had, because the way that it works is that oftentimes these companies, uh, these movie studios, make deals with networks, you know, television networks or streaming services like Netflix, and they rent out, basically, their movies for a certain period of time. Once those contracts are up, those streaming rights come back to the original company. And so once those streaming rights are up at Netflix or Prime or wherever they are, that's when they'll be able to take the content back and put it onto their own streaming service. Um, so anyway, I showed those. Uh, one thing I'm actually very, very much excited for is they have the entire Studio uh, Studio Ghibli collection. So if anyone's ever seen any of these films before, you know that they are always just some of the best animation, uh, amazing stories too. Like, you know, you would think, oh, these are kids' movies, but they're not. Like, like, there's a lot of maturity to these stories too, and I think it's what makes it great for the entire family, um, if I had to argue. Um, so yeah, tons of content when it comes to the Studio Ghibli collection. And then one more section to go into. I believe someone asked about Looney Tunes section. So let's see what they have here. They've got classic Looney Tunes, which is exciting for me. Uh, they got Baby Looney Tunes Musical Adventures. <laughs> you got the Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes cartoons, the Looney Tunes show. Uh, there's an, one of these is like the newer, like there's apparently new Looney Tunes episode. And you have Sylvester and Tweety Mystery. So again, another section I think lacking a lot um, of stuff that they could have there. And I hope that they eventually add soon. Um, but right now, because of rights, they they really can't. And I think those are the only major sections that I wanted to dive into. Some people might be interested in Crunchyroll, so let me just go ahead and just go through that real quick. So, again, I'm not much of an anime person myself, but they got a lot of content. Um, so if anyone has any of these on here, we're like, oh, didn't you have to watch this? You have access to it. It's so good. Um, they've got these options right here. So... Yeah, those are pretty much the, the main things to talk about with HBO Max. Again, I think that there's a good selection there. Um, and I think that they can just only add more content, right? And I, I cannot wait to see what will eventually happen. All right, summing, uh, jumping over first to YouTube, catching up with them. Larry Larry at 747. It's currently 8.03, so I'm roughly, uh, you know, close to 20 minutes behind or so. Uh, he says, come up and... Okay. Nana Reaper, I have an 8K projector and 120-inch screen and movie popcorn maker and draft beer in my playroom. No need to go to the theater. Well, Nana Reaper, whenever you want to buy me all that stuff <laughs> and donate it to the channel, that would be great. <laughs> because that's exactly what I want with actual, like, legit theater seats, too, that kick up. Mm. That is what I hope at one point in the future. Venom Rule 93 says, A television rating breakdown with Batwham and Firefly and more. Is it the one about Sarah, uh, Sarah Chronicles? I believe I mentioned that one in there. Yes. Because it was around the same time that I was watching it and loving it. Nana Reaper says, But Odin Disney is censoring some of their old movies. That is why physical media is king. Nana Reaper, you're exactly right, man. And that's why I will always say physical media is tops. However... We're also very lazy, too, and sometimes... And the other thing you have to keep in mind, um, one thing I can, I can bring up. There's a movie called Apocalypto. That's also another Mel Gibson movie. And because of, for some reason, um, and I don't know exactly why, it is so hard to find that on physical media without paying, like, a crazy amount of money to get one with actual English subtitles on it. You have to pay, like, $60 for it. Insane. I'm not paying that much for a movie. 
but it is available on Amazon Prime in HD with subtitles. So there are times when there are certain movies that you just can't have access to either because of cost or a wide variety of reasons. And so I think streaming does have a place, though I do agree. I do think still that physical media is absolutely king. Uh, Larry Larry says, Roku, get HBO Max forthwith? Yes, please. Quickly. Uh, Mirror Jeremy, HBO also have the Sopranos prequel coming too. I I never got into the Sopranos personally, but I know that some people like that show. Larry, uh, sorry, Slicer Neon says, I forget your review of Maleficent 2 other than Warwick Davis. I got nothing out of it. Also, Jolie's cheekbones are crazy distracting. I never saw it. Never wanted to see it. Haven't seen the first one. Haven't seen the second one. Have no desire. Just, uh, Just not my cup of tea. Uh, Tina says, the I own The Adventures of Robin Hood on Blu-ray, but I only have Reds on VHS. And yes, the Academy jokingly called Reds commies in love when it was nominated. Yes. So I remember you talking about Reds. And yeah, I know that you love Rob, that version of Robin Hood. So I can't wait to actually watch it and see why you love it so much. Larry Larry says, movie blog is a fraud. A fraud, eh? A fraud, eh? Want to say that to my face, eh? Larry Larry says, bars are packed here, but I didn't go there. I wouldn't go there either. Not, not my, not my scene. Uh, he also says watching movies at home on a computer is stupid. Use a TV. 